Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And welcome again to Growing in Grace. Uh, I'm Joel, and as usual, I got my good friend and co-host, Mike Kapler, for this week's edition. Hope you're doing well this week, Mike. I've uh, been having a good week myself. Just been having some great discussions with people about uh, you know this uh, this wonderful life that we have in Christ, where we're able to be free, you know, to be who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, God has created us. And made us a new creation. And sometimes I think we get into this, uh, I don't know, a, a more tame mode. I don't know if that's the way to put it, where uh, we don't necessarily let the, the true person that God has created us to be uh, to get out. And since so I've been having some good discussions with people about uh, just being able to be free, uh, to be who we are in Jesus Christ, and, and to let the Spirit lead us and, and not be afraid uh, of, of what He has in store for us. Because He's probably got more things in store for us than we could ever imagine in this life and into eternity. Good things in store, by the way. Yes, indeed. It's all good. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you tell pe- for sometimes you tell people that God has uh, something in store for them. They want to run and hide somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, one, you know, as we begin to really get this message of the grace walk and, and righteousness by faith, Joel, I guess I've been learning about this for about 12 years or so now. Uh, maybe a little longer than that, and and I still feel like I'm only just barely chiseling the tip of the iceberg here because it's so exciting to be able to to understand the freedom that we do have, uh, that, that God loves me the way that I am. He, sure, he wants to make me the best I can be, but I don't have to worry about trying to live up to a certain standard to receive his acceptance, and that makes life a lot more fun. In fact, if people could really begin to get this, uh, at least to the point that I have so far and beyond, then um, we would have people flocking to church. We would have people just you, you couldn't you couldn't keep them out because they they would begin to understand who they are in Christ and and they they just want to be around it. And there's a lot of people who don't go to church today for a lot of different reasons, but I think one of the main reasons a lot of people aren't in church is because of all the religion that's in there making people feel bad all the time about how they're not living up to a certain standard that even the people who are telling them should be living up to these standards can't do it themselves. Right. And, and uh, who wants to go through that kind of stuff? I, I think uh, you know one of the words I used a little while, a little while ago was, was the word tame. And, and it's been my experience in, in kind of the, the, re, the more religious or legalistic type of church setting that uh, it, it seems as if you know you, you go to church and it's and I'm going to generalize here, but it's it's often all about trying to become a good little Christian boy and, and a good little Christian girl. It's all based upon following the rules and trying to get everything right and just being proper, dotting all your T's, cross, uh, crossing all your T's, dotting all your I's, making sure you get every little thing right, and we miss out on learning of about who we truly are in Christ Jesus because God is a big God and he has like I was saying he's got more in store for us good things than we could ever imagine but if we're sitting there every week just trying to live this life trying to be good and and trying to stop from being bad you know it's I I definitely myself I want to stop doing bad things I want to start doing good things but there's so much more that Christ has to offer us it's called life and religion kind of kills and and uh, just gets rid of life. It's it's 
it just messes with life. And, and what we want to be able to do is to be free in the life that Christ has given us. And so oh, I feel so free just knowing that I can be who I am in Christ without worrying about if I'm following all the rules or not, because Christ is the one who's guiding my life, not a whole bunch of rules. And indeed, like you're saying, Mike, so many of those rules, so much of that religion, that stuffiness is what keeps people out of church uh, when really we have a wild God, a great big God who is full of life and full of vigor, and, and he wants to give that to us. Well, so as we, as we grow in our freedom... And as we begin to understand in our relationship with God what, uh, what the gospel is really all about. I was looking at some scripture here in, in Romans, Joel, where, where Paul talked about fellow believers who are weak in faith. Hmm. And we're going to talk about that. Remember that phrase, weak in faith, and what does it mean? It, it sounds like such a negative thing. I don't think it's uh, when we get done with the program today that it, it will sound quite as negative is what it sounds like right now, perhaps. You know, at one other place in the scripture, uh, Paul said that all things are lawful for him, but not all things are profitable under this new covenant. If I could paraphrase, it's almost as if Paul were saying something like, I can pretty much do what I want. I have that kind of freedom, but that isn't necessarily always going to be the best choice. And Paul in Romans talks about I've got a little heading in my Bible here, Joel. It sounds like an oxymoron. It's called the Law of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> the Law of Liberty? Uh, what's that? But uh, it, Paul is talking here in Romans 14. He says, Receive one who is weak in faith, but not to disputes over doubtful things. Don't, don't argue about uh, controversial things. For one person believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak in faith eats only vegetables, for example. It's like it's it's a bondage that, that people get into because and let me just read another verse here. Paul says, Let not him who eats he who is free to eat, that is, despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. And uh, you know, back in Paul's day you gotta realize the people he is talking to here, many of these folks that Paul wrote to in his epistles were brought up under the Jewish laws. And, you know, you had your moral laws, you had sacrificial laws, and it seems like what Paul is giving an example of here were, were dietary laws. I mean, there were just hundreds and hundreds of laws. Sometimes people just think of the Ten Commandments when we talk about the law. And so what Paul is saying here is that under the law there were certain things that you couldn't eat and certain things that you could. I think what Paul is saying, now that you've been freed from the law, as he spent almost all of the book of Romans talking about how our identity is, is in Christ by, by righteousness through faith. And, and Paul laid all of that out throughout Romans. Now he's coming toward the end of the book of Romans and he's saying, okay, yeah, you've got this freedom, but there are those who are weaker in faith. And Joel, I believe what he's talking about here when he says weak in faith are people who are still tied down to uh, much of what they had been raised on under the law. Uh, certain rules, regulations, certainly uh, some of the people that Paul was talking about back in that day especially, but even in the day that we're in now. Um, those who are weak in faith have a harder time trusting in the, the sacrifice and, and the shed blood of Jesus Christ 
Um, I'm not saying they aren't Christians, but they have a harder time trusting in that and in that alone. They sort of feel like there's still something that's required of them, and, and it's hard for them to understand that uh, what Christ did was a completed work, and so they still trust in some of the externals um, and, and some of the rules attached to, to external things to establish their righteousness. Yeah, and to maintain it. And, and, and they would follow these things thinking that by not eating certain meats, you know, or a food that was sacrificed to idols, you know, that w- would keep them righteous or would keep them uh, in the faith. Uh, whereas Paul knew that, you know, where, you know, Paul had said elsewhere that, you know, we know that an idol is nothing. Uh, we know that we can eat, we can eat whatever we want, but to some people who are weak in the faith, maybe they haven't come to that place yet. And, and he says not to judge uh, people who are weak in the faith, but to, you know, not to not to dispute with them over doubtful things, but accept that brother, accept that sister in the Lord, who seems to have, you know, who seems to be clinging on to some of these old things. And, and you're talking about the dietary laws there uh, in, in at the beginning of Romans 14, and, and Paul even goes on uh, to talk about some of the other. Uh, rules, perhaps from the law, perhaps man-made rules. In, in, in Romans 14:5, one person esteems one day above another; another esteems every day alike. You know, there were some people who perhaps were still observing the Sabbath from sunset Friday to sunset Saturday. They thought that that day was uh, the Sabbath. They needed to uh, con- continue to keep that to keep it holy. And we know that that's not the purpose of the Sabbath. We now know that, but yet some people were still esteeming that day. Other people uh, took the day that Jesus rose, a Sunday, and they were esteeming that day as the be- the, the greatest day of the week, or, or that was a day that was better than all the others. And, uh, and then there were other people who understood uh, that, you know what, every day is a good day. Every day we have life, and they esteemed, as the scripture says here, they esteemed every day alike. And and so there's differences of opinions, there's differences of views, and perhaps those who are still clinging to the old ways of the law or to man-made rules, you know, and that and, and that's not a good thing. It's definitely not a good thing to be clinging to rules like this to try to maintain your salvation or, to, or thinking that you're more spiritual because you're doing that or that you're you're somehow keeping yourself right with the Lord by observing these things. And uh, the bottom line, though, is that if that person has trusted in Christ and they still might be doing some of these other things, don't judge them. They're weak in the faith. They are weak in the faith because they're clinging to something else other than Christ. But since they do have Christ, let's not judge them, you know, hopefully uh, through our freedom and, and not looking down on other people with our freedom and by not lording our freedom other, over other people, maybe we can even bring them into uh, a stronger faith uh, instead of them being left in their weak faith through observance of the law. Yeah, you know, he tells he tells those who are still bound by law, don't judge others who are free to, to do as they please, really. Uh, Paul said, I, I'm, I know in Corinthians he covered this subject too, and he just said, uh, paraphrasing again here, um, I know I can eat the meat. It's been sacrificed to an idol, yada, yada. I know that doesn't matter anymore. I'm not bound to certain laws like that. And and with that in mind, uh, yet even though I'm free to eat the meat, and I will eat the meat, I may not do it in front of a brother who still hasn't really understood uh, the, the gospel yet. I mean, <laughs> and, and I think that that, that shows, that, that shows the, the freedom to be able to love 
Like, I know I can do this, and I know it's okay with God, but this person doesn't really understand that yet, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna flaunt my freedom in front of them if it's going to cause them to stumble right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a little bit too much for them. They need to grow in their grace, and, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to do something in front of them that's going to make them choke a little bit. Paul said in, in, in the 14th chapter here of Romans, in verse 17, he says, The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And he goes on to, to encourage people to edify one another and, and pursue those things. Uh, and, and, you know, be careful with your freedom around those who are weak in faith. It doesn't mean that they're any less of a Christian to be weak in faith. It just means that they haven't really understood the completed work of Christ yet and that they don't have to add anything to it. Mm-hmm. And so as uh, we wrap things up, uh, let's you know understand that we are free in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, God has given us a freedom that no one in, in, in the history of man e- has ever known since the day that Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In Christ, God has given us freedom uh, that has restored us to freedom uh, to, to, to live, to live this life, and to have Christ living his life in and through us. And um, all things are lawful, but of course, as you say, Mike, not everything is beneficial. Not everything is going to edify. And so uh, let's live in the freedom. Let's, you know, let's understand the proper way to live in our freedom. And let's not look down on other people who may be, may be a little bit weaker in the faith, but uh, let's uh, encourage them and help them along in their own faith walk. Well, hey, I'm Joel along with Mike. Got to end this one uh, for this time. We hope uh, you'll join us over at graceroots.org if you want to find out anything about us. We'll be back again with you next time as we talk more about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kepler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 